Welcome to Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio Show, home of the premier guides and Capmel.com. There's lots of good eating fish out there. You don't have to be snacking down on carp anymore. Captain Jason Prieto, Neil Taylor, and Danny Guarino give you the latest fishing forecast to keep you dialed in on the fish. First of all, it shouldn't smell like fish. So get ready for an hour of learning, laughs, and a little bit of cutting up. You chose as your topic fish. Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio Show starts now. Now. This segment brought to you by Grizzly Coolers, coolers that are made to last a lifetime. For more information on Grizzly Coolers, check out their website at grizzlycoolers.com or visit a retailer near you. And welcome to another great episode of Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio on Sports Talk 1040. The team, myself, Captain Jason Prieto, is at the helm. And Neil is going to be calling in. He took the day slash night off. He had to go do a seminar. And so, and Danny is hunting. I don't know if you know Captain Danny. No, I've never met him. Uh, Danny is Danny's hunting. I don't know what else to say. He, I, he put a picture on Facebook of a deer, and he mumbled something, and I just said, "You shot Bambi." <laughs> so, <laughs> go figure. Danny's hunting, so I guess it's just me. And then my special guest tonight is uh, Chris Green from Chris Green Custom Rods, also working at the new store that we're going to be talking about tonight, uh, St. Pete Fishing Outfitters. Did I say it right? That's right. I want to say Tampa Fishing. It's like first nature. Well, and the, the Tampa stores, Tampa Fishing Outfitters, then you got Tarpon Fishing Outfitters because they're up in Tarpon, and then St. Pete because they're on 34th Street. Yeah, but see, Tarpon Fishing Outfitters is real close to Tampa, so I don't mess that one up. St. Pete's got me off a little bit. I'm going to have to be on my A game tonight, and uh, with it being a long day, I started about 4.30 this morning. So On the water. Yeah, we've, we've both been on the go today, so uh, we're going to put a good show together, and we're going to talk fishing. Uh, Chris, first thing we always do in the show is we give our fishing report for this past weekend. I can tell you that I have been fishing the South Shore, and it has been on fire. Really? What have you yeah. been catching? Uh, lots of snook, lots of nice trout. Redfish have been kind of patchy. We've been getting a lot of trout, a lot of jack crevel. Um, what else did we get? I did not fish snapper in the bay, but I'm still getting my buddy who fished my snapper spot in the middle of the bay getting great reports of three-pound snapper in the bay. That's so, awesome. And I haven't even went out to do it because it's been so good inshore. So it's been really good on the south shore, and I'm getting some reports from Tampa uh, on St. Pete's side that the red, the red fishing has been pretty good, which is kind of the norm over there. So it's been very good. The, the bite's been really good. Uh, this is might go on record if we keep on with the hottest November I could remember. Yeah, that'll be cool. I I did some fishing the last uh, three or four weeks in the upper Tampa Bay and did uh, – I don't think we went out and didn't get our limit of mangrove snapper, and sheephead is on fire. I it is. Kidding. Yeah, it I is. mean, it's not uncommon to go out and catch 10 or 15 sheephead up to 18, 19 inches, some well, big ones. Chris, here's the weird thing. We're not even in really spawn season. I, I don't even – I don't really target or really look for sheephead until wintertime. And I'm seeing them all over the flat, so I'm like, we're going to have a heck of a sheep's head year because we're not even to the prime season, really. I don't know yet. why they're so early, but, uh, I mean, they're on fire. I mean, it's it's been awesome. Mangrove snapper, we catch our limit every time we go. Real easy. Five a person, two people on the boat, and a half an hour, you've got your fish. Yeah. Have you ever – I want to go off topic here. Chris, have you ever looked at the mangrove snapper FWC rules? Yeah. They're, they're about as gray as they can get on that one. I mean – it's 10 per person offshore, but 5 per person inshore Inshore with an aggregate of 10. Right. The way it reads, you could easily, easily, and if you talk to some offshore guys, they'll give you a different, everybody has a different answer on what you can keep. And right. it's funny, the way that law is written, it, it is almost set up to, to get you in trouble. Right. And it's funny that uh, you said that about the snapper limit, because every time I think about, I, I just tell people on the boat, we're, keep, we're keeping 10. 
That's the way to go. You yeah. never get in trouble. And they're like, well, you can keep five per person. I said, you have to read the law. And the way I work is I'm always going to air to where I'm not in trouble because the fish ain't worth getting. I said, it is a gray the way it's, it's a gray area, which most everything seems like we do, about half of it is in a gray, falls in a gray area. Being a guide falls in a gray area between commercial and recreational. Right. Um, so it's funny you say that about the snapper. But uh, I think we're going to have a heck of a sheep's head year, and we're due because my sheep's head stuff in the in the um, got some good numbers out in the bay for sheep's head in the wintertime, and they haven't been real good. You know what else has been on fire is flounder. Yes. And this is early for flounder. Yep. I mean – I live uh, right off of Terracita Bay, and I do a lot of fishing over there. In the last couple of months, I've caught 36 flounder myself. Wow. Wow. That's impressive. Flounder for me is a bycatch. It's kind of like cobia fishing. I catch it in the means of fishing for something else. Uh, But I have caught more flounder this year than I think I ever have, and I really have not targeted them. It's just spots that I've been fishing. And uh, it's nice to see that. You know, flounder is not a real good fighting fish, but they are a great eating fish. And, and, um, yeah. That's one thing I think they should up the limits on, though. Catching a 12-inch flounder, there's nothing there, not unless you eat the fish whole, which right. I don't do. Yeah. The backside, the white side hasn't got but like a little quarter-inch fillet. It's hardly yeah. nothing. It, it's, there's, there's not a whole lot there unless you really get a doormat. And uh, But it's it's good to see the flounder coming around. So I, I think we're going to have a heck of a winter if we ever get winter with this weather. Right. I've seen people actually just fillet the top side and throw the bottom side away on those 12- and 13-inch. Yeah, I have a hard time doing that. I'll, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to clean both sides. If you get a sharp knife and, and you know – I tell you, what we're gonna do on the back side of the break here is we're gonna give some details on how to fillet because it is a little different on a flounder. We're gonna give some detail on how to uh, fillet a flounder, and uh, actually we'll do it now. I don't think we're going to break yet. No, he's he's giving me the finger, so I don't know which one it is, but <laughs> but uh, the on a flounder, guys, what you want to do at least I do. Everybody's got a little different way. Is you want to split? You got the backbone. The fish is gonna have meat slabs on both sides. I typically split the middle of that backbone. And then run your knife on a butterfly along that rib cage all the way to the outside. And what you'll do is you'll work that fillet out. Now, the trick is with a flounder, and I'm sure you'll probably agree with me, Chris, is that backbone humps up. Yes, it does. So you got to hit the backbone. Then you've got to take that knife. You need to have a sharp knife and then dig to the rib cage without cutting through the rib cage. Right. So when you catch it, basically, if you get a 14 inch flounder, throw it back because <laughs> I don't care how good you are at filleting, there's no meat there. Right, and and it's it's and it's kind of tough to to get the skin off too because the skin's kind of thick, but the fillet is real. It's a, a different texture. Is there on a little a big flounder? It's it's a, it's a tough fillet for sure. But um, the big doormats now they've got some good meat on them. Right. But uh, the you know and, and what I've noticed, guys, lately the 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 heat and this is something I wrote my article for the Tribune um, this past weekend and. One of my mentions was to really watch water temperature. I think this is real big this time of year because people think, well, it's November. The water should be cold. It's November. The fish are going to be where they go in November. Well, Not if the water temperature is not right. Exactly. Water temperature is key right now. Well, I've marked water temperature up in the canals of 85 degrees. And Recently? Yeah. I, yeah. And it was 81 today. And I actually had to do a double take. I was like, is that right? And it's funny because this time of year, I, I keep my boat on the water at a marina, and I, I got pins, and I'll pin my bait up. When the water starts hitting the 70s, I'll go load up on bait, and I can run my next trip today on the pin bait. And it's not it's too weak the next day. I can't do it because the water is so much warmer than what it typically is. We should be in the low 70s, and we're pushing 84, 85 degrees. Right. The last couple months I've been fishing, I just uh, wading boots and um, 
a pair of trunks, and still I haven't got waders on. This time last year, I was probably putting my waders on about this time because that water gets down to about 70. It's a little bit too cold to really stay out there three or four hours waiting. So this year, like you say, uh, mid-70s, uh, high-70s, it's, it's still good waiting weather with no no waders. Yeah, and, and you know, this this past week, Chris, I, I poked in the little manatee and was fishing there, and the fish just happened. There's some fish right at the mouth, but – uh, we caught a ton of snook today, and they were staged up on the out, outer flats where I would typically get them in May or like early October, starting to move into the flats, but not even really in the back country. So it's it's been quite the change. There's a ton of bait around. The bait's still running small on the south shore. We're getting uh, throwing three eighths or a quarter inch net. So um, go by Mister Lee's and get the uh, humpback net. Have you had one yet? I have. I got I one on two. the boat. How is it? How is it working out for you? Liking it? Best net I've ever had. I got an eight foot quarter the other day, and I bought a ten foot quarter. Both of them are uh, no. The ten foot is a heavy, and the eight foot's a shallow water light. Both I, of them uh, they spread flat as a pancake. You'll never get a better net for the money. Yeah, they're they're quality made net. Uh, the one complaint I have is I bought the twelve foot flats edition, and I told Jason from the get go when he was at, I said, Jason, this net's too heavy. He said, "Well, we we took weight." I was like, "Listen, if you're going to make it a flats edition, they they could take some more weight." I'm going to talk to Mr. Lee. A couple of pounds at least. Yeah, because it's still 17, 18 pounds. I'm actually throwing there because I got the 12 footer now. And That's a big net to throw. Well, I throw a 12 on the markers, and I said, "Well, if I get this net super light, I'll throw the 12 on the flats." And I'm not doing. It. I'm going back to 10 because you throw so much on the flats, but it, it's heavy. Like I've been throwing it on the markers because our bait's been smaller. We got to throw a quarter right. inch, and I've been throwing the 12 footer on flats edition on the marker so it's obviously got a little too much weight on it because <laughs> i'm getting bait with it in 20 foot of water but uh you're right the, the quality of the net um you know the the one thing the the leaf fisher nets have always been good the one problem i had the bro the pull line i can't remember what they call it the, the braille line not the, the braille the lines line? but the hand line there you yes. go big word um was never long enough sometimes on the markers that are 24 25 because i think right. they had 25 foot of rope Made the ropes longer. You can tell the difference in quality um, with the with the way the the weights are wrapped at the bottom. I think they're double stitched or right. whatever. So it's a real good uh, real good net. It's glad to see when the local guys uh, bringing it back um, and putting something good out there local to get. But uh, well, guys, we're gonna take a little break. When we get back, we're gonna be talking about the St. Pete Outfitters new store, Soft Opening, with Chris Green, and we're also gonna talk about his custom rods. You're listening to Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio on Sports Talk 10 for the team. We'll be right back. Captain Jason Prieto here, and if you're in the market for a new boat, I can't think of a better choice than Kenyon Bay Boats. From their 2470 with its huge front deck to the popular 2400 with its full transom and offshore capabilities, they have the perfect boat for you. Each boat is custom built to fit your fishing style, and they have an option list that will make any angler glad they chose Canyon Bay. If you'd like more information on Canyon Bay, check out their website at www.canyonbayboats.com or just give them a call for a sea trial at 727-639-7584. Introducing Finn, the world's first situational spectra fiber fishing line with four different braids to choose from. Windsamer for windy conditions and put an end to wind nuts. Shock absorbing for more stretch on those big bites. Original BRT for overall power and performance. And the new Extra Smooth, the strongest, smoothest braid in the market. Get the world's first situational spectra braid. 
fins. The Tides and Weather are brought to you by Werner Paddle. For decades, Werner Paddles have been handcrafted in the USA, making great paddles for kayak anglers. If you're looking for a new paddle, look to Werner and try one today, because a great fishing paddle is a great paddling paddle. Go to WernerPaddles.com to locate a dealer near you. And welcome back. You listen to Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio Show on Sports Talk 1040, the team. Myself, Captain Jason Prieto, is in the studios. And we got Chris Green from Chris Green Custom Rods and St. Pete Fishing Outfitters. That's a little bit of a tongue twister. It is. Uh, he's in the studios with us, and we're talking fishing, and we're talking all kinds of stuff today. But uh, before we get to all that, we're going to go ahead and go to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to our good friend, Neil Taylor. I am here. You are here. You're not here. You're there. Here yes, is in the I studio. Am somewhere. <laughs> How I'm you doing, Mister Neil? Tail lights. <laughs> What's that? I'm looking at a lot of tail lights. Yeah, well, I don't know how you live on this side of town because it takes me on average an hour to get over here. I am going to Tampa to talk to the Tampa Fly Fishing Club, and uh, now I know why I stay out of Tampa. Yeah, well, I come from Apollo Beach to Largo, so when you hear me cussing every day when I get in here. You're at the tail end of my commute. <laughs> That's why I moved from Tampa to Palmetto, the traffic in Tampa. We just got, yeah, we got a lot of people live here. <laughs> Start clearing them out, Neil. You know, the good thing is they don't all fish. This Imagine is what true. a zoo would be if all these people fished. I don't know. I'm starting to think all of them might fish one time or another because <laughs> the water yeah. can be crowded. Neil, why don't you give us a, a report from the uh, kayak, man? We, we've we've kind of covered the reports from the – actually, we did a waiting report, and uh, we did a report from the boat, so why don't you give us one from the kayak? Excellent. Um, we had a great week, and uh, I fished almost every day. Even on off days, I went out. There's, there's such easy action, and uh, I had two people with me on an off day, and so we brought back enough trout where I made – 16 containers of fish spread out of them. So the locals are happy with that. And um, we had one day where we caught 14 redfish. Um, red fishing's been pretty good. Trout fishing's been excellent. And the flounder finally returned. There gets big flounder every day. So Well, you didn't catch the first good. segment, but that I, was... I just wish it would cool down a little bit. Yeah, it's hot. Well, you, you, you didn't catch the first segment, but we were talking how good the flounder fishing's been this year. Yeah, for me, it was actually, it was poor compared to last year, but that's just, they weren't where I was fishing. You knew they were around, they just weren't where I was. Well, we've had some good uh, flounder reports. I've caught quite a few flounder. Uh, Chris is in here is telling us how good his flounder has been the last uh, few weeks. So it's been a good year for flounder, but uh, how is the, uh, let me ask you, Niels, I know you've been on the kayak. You've been running across big schools at Jack Ravel? Uh Three weeks ago, I was into them, and I really I only saw them once in the last week. I've I've seen more schools of bluefish than I have the jacks. Well, I tell you what, on the South Shore, man, we there's jacks every, and I don't mind it, man. They you talking about a good fight? I mean, there's no yeah. food value. Well, exception for your buddy, what's it, Kahuna? What's his name? Kumba. Kumba. <laughs> he eats them. He eats them. He eats them. Yeah. Eat we, with this He's like big conversation from white on <laughs> He, uh, <laughs> Kumba, but, uh, yeah, the, the Jack Cravel, man, they've been great. And I tell you what, we had some customers and, and, uh, we hooked the 
big jack and and we had caught some snook and, and redfish that day he goes man these things and we, you know he his first jack and he and he hooked it and he thought it was huge it was a decent sized jack but then i got the fish he goes i can't believe that thing's that small i said man jacks are awesome fighting the only thing that drives me nuts is they always go sideways and if you don't if the customer doesn't go with them and they end up in my power poles or motor. It's a, it's a. Just oh yeah, a, they do big circles. That's yeah, when, I'm, I'm like, just go I'm with the fish. The big fish, and I'll say, don't circle, don't circle. <laughs> well, on a kayak, I guess that gets a little real tricky. Yeah, it's not hard. Your boat will pivot around if you're on anchor, or they'll tow you around if you're not on anchor. Well, Neil, nothing's nothing's hard if you know how to do it. Exactly. <laughs> just just try to explain it to a newbie, and uh, oh. that gets difficult. Yeah, yeah, you ain't kidding. But um, well, Neil, I'll let you get to your seminar, buddy. That's a good report, man. And uh, next week, I'm gonna go ahead and be in here uh, with you, Neil. And uh, okay. f- for our listeners out there, we're gonna have uh, Bill Miller. We're gonna be talking about the big food drive we got coming up this week at uh, Metropolitan Ministries. Yeah, that's fantastic. I went over for that last year, and uh, everyone that uh, is in the giving spirit should get involved in this one because they're doing a lot of great things. Oh, it's it's good to see the fishing community get together, and it kind of sets the tone for the holidays for me. So uh, looking forward to having Bill on the air next week and uh, looking forward to the event. So, uh, Neil, I will get with you this week, and we'll we'll get up, and I'll see you next week in the studio. That sounds like a plan. All right, man, go talk fishing. See you guys. And that was, uh, guys, that was Neil Taylor calling in and giving us our kayak report. He missed the uh, show tonight, but that is A-OK because we got Chris Green. Chris, you're the replacement, man, doing a great job. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for having me. Special guest replacement, whatever you want to call it. But, uh, Chris, let's get in. Um, for our listeners out there, um, our title sponsor, Tampa Fishing Outfitters, has sponsored our show for, man, I think going on four years now. And we appreciate Mr. Lee and, and the whole gang over there keeping it all together. And Mr. Lee has expanded his stores. Right. There's another one just opened on um it's been about been open about a month now. So um Daniel's decided to have like a soft opening. So November thirteenth and fourteenth, uh we're gonna have a lot of good giveaways, the prizes, tickets, a lot of food, free food, um, hot dogs, chips, uh cola, soda. Gonna have any of the reps there? Gonna be a lot of reps there. Okay. Several reps gonna be speakers. Bill Miller will be speaking, Glenn Plow will be speaking, okay. a lot of the normal captains you see. And here around the radio yeah. in the mornings, they'll all be there. I, mean, we, I think we have like 12 speakers lined up. Oh, wow. And That's I, great. I'll be talking about the custom rods a little bit while I'm there and yeah. towards the end of Saturday. So you got any questions, come on over and see us. It's going to be a great day, a lot of good giveaways. And uh, we can touch on that a little bit, what, what we're going to give away. We've got some really great prizes to give away. And again, this is St. Pete Fishing Outfitters. Chris, do you happen to have the address? It is um, 3450 34th Street North. It's in St. Pete. That is easy. How, let me. I, I don't know St. Pete that well. How close to the Skyway is that on the south part of St. Pete? If you're coming from um, the Palmetto area, you go across the Skyway. I take the 38th uh, three Street uh, exit, which is the exit past the Sun Dome. Go down at the bottom. You turn left. You go to US 19. Turn left, and it's about uh, 200 yards down on the right. How, real real so, easy to find. So you guys are already open at this point, right? Yeah, so we've been open about a month. But you're gonna actually have the soft opening, so to speak, and that you guys are gonna do a grand opening in February sometime, right? right? So how's the uh, the response been pretty good over in the St. Pete area? It's been real good. Uh, you know, the business is picking up daily. You know, we've had some really, really good days. People are now, you know, knowing we're open. So, we're you know, regular customers are coming in. They're glad that, you know, they've got a store, you know, this close to, like, um, the, the marina down the road. Well, that's, you know, that store's probably going to be, I mean, Mr. Lee expanded Tampa Fishing Outfitters up in Tarpon Springs, the Tarpon Fishing Outfitters. 
But that store was actually open, and he kind of took it over, correct? Yeah, it used to be Dave's Parts. Yeah, so he, he had some kind of customer base coming in where you guys got a little more of a challenge because you're starting from scratch, correct? Cold, cold turkey. Yeah, that, so, that's a tough uh, tough nugget there because you know even if the store wasn't successful up in Tarpon Springs before Mr. Lee got it, you still had some kind of customer base where people get the word out and uh, – so, so that always helps to uh, have some having a store that was open before that. So right, um, but that's good that the response is good. Uh, we've been mentioning on the air, and uh, we'll continue to do so. But um, you know, the if I know how Mister Leo does his stores, it's probably packed to the gills with with the stuff we need. You, there's not an inch on the wall that hadn't got tackle on it. Daniel yeah. Daniel Kroger is a hundred and ten percent. He's got that store completely packed, three thousand square feet of just about everything you need. That's, that's and and stuff. He's carrying stuff that Tampa don't even have. You know, he's got you know trailer and almost you know, trailer balls, hardware, every uh, almost jig manufacturer you can think of. All the lines of soft plastics, and he just got a new order of Sims in. So they're going to be carrying Sims, which is really good quality. Yeah, uh, uh, clothing, sandals, Costa sunglasses. He's got it. Every, the store's got everything. Have you guys? Uh, and this is off topic. Have you guys expanded your Smith Optics? sunglasses i know you're real big in the costas big in the costas i'm not too sure on the smith stuff though okay yeah i know they got some at the tampa store i was just curious if they had expanded they're they're really making a push well you know the sunglass industry i'm sure you you're you work for the stores that right it's really expanding like you used to just have one or two companies now there's like five companies that are right really good like they're all making good product which is good for the consumer because it gives you options and makes the other companies get competitive with each other sure Although I think they're all going competitive with more expensive because I can't believe how much sunglasses are now. But um, but there's some good options. I, I wore the Smiths and, and really – You like them? Yeah, I do. I do. They, they, um, they've they got – I tell you what, what Costa does at Costa, Costa. They do a good job with a variety of frames. I think the lenses on the glasses – I think it comes to a certain point with, with sunglasses. The 580s and the regulars – you could hand me two of them. I really couldn't tell you the difference. Right. I I really think that it gets to a certain point with with polarization. As long as it's a good lens. Right. Um, Smith's got the Chroma Pop. They seem to be really good. But I haven't used the other. I think that all they have is a Chroma Pop. That's all I've ever used. So I really don't know anything. But uh, just curious if if they had expanded on the Smiths. Um, I think Salt Life is one of Bill Miller's big sponsors, and right. they've done a good job on marketing and getting glasses out there. So it's. Good for the consumer on sunglasses. I just can't believe they're you know two hundred fifty, two hundred sixty dollars for sunglasses. Yeah. As you get older, like I am, my my eyes begin to go bad, so they really don't have glasses that have prescriptions in them. So I personally bought a, a pair of ocean frame, ocean waves, yeah, and took out the lenses and took them to a local place and had some custom lenses made that were progressive bifocals, yeah. and then I had them mirrored and also made them uh, polarized. I'm not there, but they say when I'm 40, I get my eyes are going, so I'm two years away. <laughs> You're going to regret it. It's going it's to happen. <laughs> You're not going to hey, like it. The, you know, I, it sucks getting old, but the alternative really sucks. That's Bill Miller. He's already there. He's having... Yeah, he, he told me how to get... Uh, we talked because I fished, uh, I did a show with him last year, and he was like, yeah, I had to get... You know, I got the frames, but I had to get my own lenses. That's right. Me too. That uh, sucks getting old. Well, guys, we're going to take a little break. We get back, and we'll be talking more fishing with Chris Green from Chris Green custom rods and myself captain jason priya took we'll take a break we'll be right back
Designed by professional guides with four characteristics that all high-end fishing rods have. Durability, sensitivity, stability, and value. Built to use under all fishing conditions that every angler faces, there is no rod that covers more of your fishing needs. Ohiro Series Rods include gold, platinum, signature, specialty kayak, and tournament rods. A rod for every angler. Whether you're a recreational angler, guide, or tournament professional, they have a rod that will be as versatile as your fishing conditions. Find Ohiro Rods at many of your favorite tackle shops, Tampa Fishing Outfitters, or www.justforfishing.com. This is Captain Jason Prieto and I have a new product to tell you about that puts more fish on the boat. It's called M80 Supercharged Chum with TNT Sparkle by M80 Marine Products. M80 Chum is a concentrated dry chum that is easily mixed with water and is great to use for all types of fish. From snapper and grouper on the wrecks to greenbacks on the flats, M80 Chum is always on my boat. If you're interested in purchasing some M80 Chum or would like more information on the product, just go to their website at www.m80marineproducts.com. Precision Tackle manufactures the best performance floats on the market today. The Cajun Thunder, Back Bay, and Blue Water Thunder all offer quality floats that is the industry's first weighted surface disturbance quartz with a noise attracting click. No gimmicks, just a quality float that delivers trip after trip. Take it from me, Captain Jason Prieto. These floats will put more fish on the boat. From the original Cajun Thunder to the all-new Back Bay Thunder, you will catch more fish. You can pick one up at Tampa Fishing Outfitters or other retailers near you. Captain Jason Prieto here, and if you're in the market for a new boat, I can't think of a better choice than Canyon Bay Boats. From their 2470 with its huge front deck to the popular 2400 with its full transom and offshore capabilities, they have the perfect boat for you. Each boat is custom built to fit your fishing style, and they have an option list that will make any angler glad they chose Canyon Bay. If you would like more information on Canyon Bay, check out their website at www.canyonbayboats.com or just give them a call for a sea trial at 727-639-7584. This is Captain Jason Prieto, and when I'm getting my engine serviced, I can't think of anywhere better than Alify Marine. Alify Marine is a full-service and warranty facility for Yamaha and Mercury outboards. They are also a dealer for all Weld and StarCraft boats that are in stock and turnkey ready. For all you do-it-yourself guys, they have all Yamalube and Mercury oils in stock. Don't forget, Alify Marine is a sales and warranty center for all PowerPole products to keep your PowerPole in good working condition. Alify Marine can meet all your service needs. Call now to schedule your next appointment. 813-671-BOAT. Ohiro Braided Line is the only gel-spun fiber line that comes in four colors, including our multicolor braid, which changes every 10 yards for trolling and deep dropping. Ohiro Braided Line is not only the thinnest line in the fishing industry, but also ranks as the highest in abrasion resistance, using the highest and latest technology. Ohiro Braid will cast further and last longer. It comes in many spool sizes from 150 yards to bulk size. Very importantly, with great prices. You can find Ohiro Braided Line at many of your favorite tackle shops, Tampa Fishing Outfitters, or online at JustForFishing.com And now it's time for the Come On Man Sponsored by Foy's Tire Service If you need to get some new tires on your truck, car, or even your boat Just give Foy's Tire Service a call at 813-241-4017 And welcome back to our third segment of the show. You listen to Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio on Sports Talk 1040 the team. Myself, Captain Jason Prieto, is in the studios at the helm in the live well, however you want to say it. And our special guest is Chris Green with Chris Green Custom Rods and also works for St. Pete Fishing Outfitters. And guys, if you haven't met Chris Green, I recognize you because I've seen you on Glenn Plaw's show and the name rang a bell and I just didn't put it together. For whatever reason, a little dim light went off in my head today. I said, I know who he is. But 
Chris, if you take your rod to get fixed at Tampa Fishing Outfitters, chances are he's fixed it. If you've uh, had any rod in that area taken over there in the past three years, I fixed it because I'm the only one that works on the rods. And and funny thing, we were talking uh, off air about rods, and and I know rods by feel. I get a little confused on the actions, tip, all this stuff. I pick the rod, and I'm like, yeah, I like this. Yeah, I don't like this. And I look at the tip, and I'm like, some. Of course, you being a rod builder, you'll probably get my mind tangled on you know but i say look hand me the rod and i'll tell you if i like it or not <laughs> right when you build a rod for somebody it's uh sometimes if you give them too many options it's like cloud in your mind when yeah you, when you're going to buy a car and you give them 50 colors then they don't know what color right. to pick. so there's that many options on a custom rod so you got to watch out how many how much stuff you throw out there because it really confuses the people because then they don't know what to do they just look just build me something nice yeah and 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 on and you could probably tell me if i'm right or wrong here um on a custom rod you know, you could build the Cavalier, you could build the Lamborghini. It depends on how deep your pocketbook is. Right. Starts from the blank and it goes up from there. But, you know, building a custom rod is really nice because some people have long forearms, some have short forearms. So if you build one, it's going to be built specifically for you, right down to the color of the thread that may even match your boat. It may match your reel. You could have several of them all made. You know, or if you kayak fish like uh, Neil was talking earlier, you can have something made with a really short butt that doesn't snag your clothing. I like the shorter butts. Not too short, but I like a shorter butt where you're using it more on your forearm. I know some people like the real long ones. Matter of fact, uh, St. Croix makes the moho rod, and I really like the rod, but I don't like the butt. It's too long. Right. Um, I, I don't even know why they make the butt there. It's almost odd feeling. Like, I've used a lot of rods, and I'm kind of like, this is just weird. You know but, People at the fishing outfitter store, they'll buy you know a rod for three four hundred dollars and then bring it to me and have them cut the butt off three or four inches and say, "Put me another butt on the back. I don't like it that long." But they like the action of the rod, so yeah, they'll, they'll do it. Like if I'm spending three hundred dollars on a rod, it better be what I want <laughs> to the point. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's like a boat. You spend a hundred grand on a boat. There's no there's no exceptions here. This thing's coming out of the you know, coming out of the store the way I want it. So that's uh, funny. <laughs> it's funny you say that. Um, but the uh, the <laughs> on the rod side of it what is a your custom rods what's a base like price that they start at they're going to start at about 180 bucks and go up yeah. and what really really makes the rod cost a lot of money is the blank that you start with you can get a very economical blank that's really good all, all blanks nowadays that are graphite or uh, high modulus carbon or what they call a, a, a seven or an eight or something like that Around 40 or 50 bucks, you can get a nice blank. But if, you know, I can get some of the high-dollar blanks, the Orvises, the Loomises, and stuff like that, but that blank may cost 110 120 By the time you add that in a set of titanium guides, you know, you're going to be getting up there in price. Plus, you got to add the labor on there. Yeah, it's uh, it blows my mind on rods, what they cost. Um, but, you know, there truly is a difference. And we were talking, I, I use the St. Croix Tidemasters and and. They're a great guiding rod, live bait. I, I I will tell you this: the Tidemaster, I it's a heavy rod, very heavy rod. Um, for live bait, it's a great rod. I don't like throwing artificials with it. I like the action on it for live bait. Uh, the Avids are really nice. I've got them for me. I don't use them in my charters. I really, really do like the uh, Avid rods. But uh, like you said, the price on them just keeps going up. I mean, you see some of the. I think Saint Croix's got some that are five, six hundred dollars. I know they're crazy. It's like, you know. <laughs> But, uh, you know, a lot of that you have to consider, too, guys, when you look at a rod or a reel or anything, when they start throwing lifetime warranties, 
It sounds like a great catch, but you're paying. They're building the costs of that warranty into the rod. Well, a lot of times these these lifetime warranties, once it exceeds a certain amount of time, they, they you have to send in like a hundred bucks or a hundred and fifty bucks, and they'll replace the rod. So I think Shimano now no longer has a lifetime warranty on their rods. So yeah, that a, was a big thing with the Terramars because <laughs> I used to use them for tarpon because I've been Daiwa. Well, Daiwa just now. Don't ask me why. I didn't have really a West Coast tarpon rod. And then I ended up going St. Croix. So, but I had some Terramars, which ended up selling. And I, they're a decent rod for the money. Um, but you know, the, just the, the butts always came off of them, and I took them back. And and uh, Jeremy took care of me with Tampa Fishing Outfitters. But as of like August, he's like, man, you would not believe how many rods I'm getting in because they're killing the warranty, right. which I thought was kind of as a consumer, and I, I'm, I guess I am a consumer because I've just bought them rods from Tampa Fishing Outfitters. Right. I didn't think that was real good. I'm like, if you offer somebody a lifetime warranty, you should probably stand behind it. But I, I, I'm i sure it started getting in their wallet or whatever. Probably well, didn't. well, you can do this on a rod that's a lot of these rods are made overseas because they don't have a lot of money in them. So you can warranty them once and maybe even twice. But as far as a custom rod's concerned, you have to be a little bit more specific about when you're going to build a rod for somebody. Make sure it's going to do the job they want to do and not break or not be jeopardized, and you make sure that the fellow you're going to build it for is honest what he's going to use it for instead of putting way, way heavier line on it or something like that. So if he's going to be just flats fishing, you can go a nice light rod that's maybe three ounces. So um, Yeah, you don't bring a knife to a gunfight, basically. <laughs> that's absolutely right. <laughs> and and I, and Chris will tell you, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know of any rod that withstands slamming it in the car door. So You're right. <laughs> that's Rods are something that's – and I'm kind of rough on them because I guide – and um, well, let me ask you this, Chris, and I've been told this, and I, I know, like I said, I know enough about rods to probably get me in trouble. I know I know what I need to know. I don't I don't cloud my brain with information I'm probably never going to use too much. But on the rods, a durable rod is not always the most expensive rod. Is this correct? Yes. Most of the time. I've been told that the graphite actually breaks pretty easy. Anytime you sacrifice weight, you sacrifice reliability. You, a good example is look at an ugly stick. If you, can, you can't break them. If you can nearly <laughs> touch the tip to the butt, uh, anybody can fish with that rod and never have to worry about tipping it or breaking it. But as you get more towards these IM7s, IM8 rods, or the high-modulus carbons, it's like a Ferrari compared to a Volkswagen. You have to be a good fisherman and know how to fish with that rod. If you use it exactly like it's supposed to be used, you'll never have any trouble with a rod. If you tip it... If you try to, if you get your lure snagged in a mangroves rather than go getting it out, if you start jerking it and the rod breaks, don't come back to the custom rod builder and say, um, I want you to replace it because I did something stupid because 99% of the rod breakages are from uh, human error. It's not because of the rod. It's because it was misused. And if you go to Chris to get a rod built, and we're going to talk about St. Pete Outfitters in the last break, but we're talking, going in the rods here. Let them know. Say, hey, you know what? I'm a little rough on stuff. You have a blank that's a a little bit more durable because I'm telling you, the $400 rod is not going to be your choice of rod. I mean, you're probably going to want to get something that's a little more durable. Yes. And maybe not as sensitive or – I think they're all pretty good rods. And that, like the Tidemasters I use, we were talking off the air, that rod, I, I, I don't know what they're making out of that blank. That, that rod is one of the toughest rods I've ever had on my boat. And I've had people – I had a guy hit the top. I don't know why. He tried to set the hook so hard – and he missed the fish. He hit my hard top, T-top. The tip of the rod hit the top so hard, it knocked the insert out of the eye. It didn't. I don't know how the rod didn't break. To this day, it still hadn't broke. I had the tip. They sent me a tip. I put a tip on it. And I was like, I don't know. how this. Right. I've never seen a rod hit something that hard. And I thought for sure 
We'll catch fish next week. The rod's going to break. Right. And he hit it towards the tip. So, yeah, the blot, obviously, the blanks are set up for to be durable. And, you know, everybody's a little different. Other Some people, they probably, you know, they take care of their rods like they take care of their... You can make a real nice durable rod in the four-ounce range, which is generally lighter than just about any rod on the market, and have something that's reliable, it's nice, it's going to be light, it's going to be sensitive, it's going to be all around a great rod. For the most part, I don't think for this area, live baiters, you really don't need that Lamborghini rod. Get something middle of the road and get something that you're comfortable comfortable with. And I tell people, we got about two minutes here, on seminars too with rods. You can pick up a Daiwa 6 to 12 pound test rod, and you can go get a St. Croix, and you can go get a Shimano, and they can all be 6 to 12 pound tests. They're going to feel different. They are way different. I'm talking like you won't even, like the rods are night and day. I don't know who rates those rods because the, sometimes a 6 to 12 to me feels like an 8 to 15. Yeah, it's it's crazy across the board. So, what I tell people for accuracy on casting, even on spinning reels, Find a rod you like and buy however many you think you need and keep the same rod on the boat because your learning curve on your casting ability is going to change based on that rod. Every rod is going to be different. And you'll really mess up your casting when you're trying to be accurate on the mangroves. So if you get a custom rod built with Chris and you got three other Shimanos, well, you're probably, you'll probably be okay, but you're going to notice a big difference on your casting abilities as far as I usually – what I try to do with charters too, I know that shorter rods are typically you got more control over your casting docks. I try to find something that is good across the board. You know, get it on the flats. I use eight footers, but I can throw them eight footers on docks. It's got enough backbone. You know, I don't want a trout rod that I can only catch trout on, and then another rod for something, another rod for something. I try to get something that's across the board good for everybody. Right. How many captains out there will um, let their clients fish with uh, just general fifty dollars rods, maybe, and then the captain use something really nice or just? Generally- oh, I have avids, and they they're not on my boat for charters, but the rods I use are. Really expensive for yeah, charter. But you're not the norm. I mean, a lot of captains will use uh, Mr. Lee's rods. Right. The O'Hara rod is a really good all-around rod. Yeah. And, and then maybe he may have a $300 St. Croix or something. Does very many captains do that? Or they they use it across the board. They'll have, like, my own stuff is better than what my charter stuff is. And for the simple fact, like you said, reels are the same way. Uh, the, the nice reels aren't really designed to get beat on. They're designed to be used the way they're supposed to. Unfortunately, in the charter business, our equipment gets beat up and abused that's seven days a week on the water some of them so that's- yeah yeah i mean i'm 270 days a year on the water so right. you know I, I tell you what i've went to is the and i've had customers go buy them they're there you can't beat the real it's not the smoothest not the best but the old Daiwa 1300 whisker i've got six i've got six of them on my boat i got six backed up in my house and i tell you what i've got a hundred and probably 150 trips on them reels two of them have been submerged in water and all i did was spray t9 and the bearings inside didn't even take them apart Still using them. Well, I, I can tell you the uh, the best reel I've ever had, other than the CI4, is probably going to be the ballistic, the old-style Daiwa ballistic. Yep. And the 2000 or the 2500, and they're actually going to have them on sale at the store this weekend. It's yep, gonna, the ballistics are, are good. I've got them. That's the reels I use for me. I love the ballistic. The ballistic is a nice reel. Um, and it, you know, just with that whisker, man, it, it's just – it's a reel that you can just beat the heck out of, and it works for me on charter. I actually had customers go buy them. They wobble. you got to use a screwdriver to chain them. No infinite reverse, but guess what? <laughs> I've got 150 trips. I ain't really touched them, and the drag pulls out nice, and they're smooth. So, Well, Chris, we'll take a little break. We get back, and we're talking more fishing. We're talking about our new store, St. Pete Fishing Outfitters. You're listening to Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio on Sports Talk 1040, the team. This is Captain Danny Garina. One of the questions asked of a live bait fishing guide is, what should I use to chum up live bait? 
The answer is Purina 45, and Smell Feed and Pet Supply carries it. It's cheaper and better than making it yourself. Smelt Feed and Pet Supply is conveniently located in Tampa at 4116 East 7th Avenue. Just ask for the bait chum that all the fishing guides use. Smelt Feed and Pet Supply, 248-2359, or you can visit them on the web at smeltfeed.com. Fishing Supply Liquidators, where your fishing dollar goes further. Over 500,000 top brand name rods, reels, lures, and frozen bait at crazy low prices. Open seven days a week, we teach people how to catch fish and back up our sales with professional and courteous service, rod and reel repair, and support. We can custom order any fishing tackle item that we don't stock. We're located at the Oldsmar Flea Market. Come on in. Are you looking for high-performance and top-quality fishing gear that will hold up under the toughest of fishing conditions? Then check out the O'Hara lineup of fishing products now available at your local tackle retailer or online at oharofishing.com. Choose from a wide variety of rods, reels, lines, tools, and accessories to help you get the job done next time you're reeling in the big one. O'Hara, conquering the fishing world one cast at a time. 12 Fathom Saltwater Series Lures, top quality soft plastic baits. The line of 12 Fathom Lures are designed to trick all species and are available in the most productive colors. Visit their website, 12fathom.com. Use the Lures Pros Throw, 12 Fathom Lures, and catch more fish. Make them an offer they can't refuse with 12 Fathom Lures. The old saying, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, holds true for your vehicle's health as well as your personal health. The experienced technicians at At Home Auto Care perform a free safety inspection with any maintenance or repair service, allowing them to spot a minor problem before it turns into an expensive breakdown. All repairs are guaranteed at At Home Auto Care. At Home Auto Care, 2003 South U.S. Highway 41 in Ruskin, Florida. Call 813-645-0339 to schedule your vehicle for an appointment today. This is Captain Jason Prieto. If you want to keep up with Danny and myself during the week to see what our latest catch is, just find us on Facebook. Search Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio Show and hit the like button. We will keep you dialed in on what's biting on Tampa Bay. Captain Danny Guerrero here. DOA Lures has done it again. Captain Mark Nichols of DOA Lures has introduced his newest creation, the DOA Airhead. It will bring fish out of any hiding place. DOA Lures, the unfair advantage. Innovators, not followers. Check them out at the local tackle store or on the web at doalures.com. This is Neil Taylor with CaptainMel.com, Florida's number one fishing website founded by Captain Mel Berman. Your one stop for all your online fishing needs. C-A-P-M-E-L.com. Again, that's CaptainMel.com. Want to fish with one of the hosts of the Tampa Fishing Outfitters radio show? All you have to do is give us a call, 813-373-2610. And now it's time for the Captain's Tip of the Week. This segment brought to you by PowerPole Shallow Water Anchors. Swift, silent, and secure. For more information, go to PowerPole.com. All right, guys, welcome back. We're on our last segment of the show. And you're listening to Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio on Sports Talk Tampa for the team. Don't forget, guys, our official website of the radio show, CapMel.com. They've got a great forum on there. They will also have our podcast. If you miss the show 
on Sunday morning. You can always catch us online. You can go to catmel.com, go to the forum, join the forum. There's over 5,000 members on there, and we also always get the podcast up there, and there's all kinds of other good, useful information. Also, you can check our Facebook page out. Go to facebook.com slash Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio, and you will find our podcast there as well. Or you can download the podcast app, and it's Podomatic, um, Podomatic search on your phone. You can listen to your truck anywhere you get internet connections so we if you don't listen to us on sunday you can catch us just about anywhere you got a computer captain's tip of the week go see chris at green at chris green rods over at st pete out st pete fishing outfitters go get you a custom rod i'll be uh speaking over there uh on saturday uh 5 5 to 5 30 well, we're we gonna we're gonna put our fishing school together our annual fishing school and then we're gonna shoot for january i i would like to have you come over and speak about rods sounds good we're gonna well, i i think that's something i mean you could do it really rods seem so simple but they're really there's more to it than you there's think. a lot uh, there's a lot there's a lot of stuff that i don't know about rods right um and i fish for a living I, you know and i know the average joe they just pick a rod up and 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 you know go with it i'm I, actually I, i'm actually thinking about um doing personalized rod building with a one-on-one because i have also a rod shop at my house and We'll also be able to do it at the uh, St. Pete store over there. If somebody's interested in building their own custom rod, I'm not quite ready yet, but in the next couple of months, I can do one-on-one or maybe a couple of people together at a time and teach somebody how to build a rod and fish with their own rod that they built. It's a lot of self-gratification out of that. Yeah, not it for is. me. No? I'm too, I'm too busy. I, this is what my customer told me the other day. I, when I was talking <laughs> about the whiskers. I, I, I bet you I have five customers went and bought them reels. After doing a charter, I'm like, look, they're not smooth, whatever. And he's like, oh, do you ever take these apart? I said, man, I send them the dial. He's like, well, I kind of like doing it. I said, man, I ain't got time to take the things apart. I send them in, they rebuild them and send them back to me. I'm not messing with right. it. It's a time factor for me. Um, you know, I barely I had to patch some cast nets. It was 9 o'clock at night. My, oh, that's not my cup of tea. I hate it, but I was like, I had a big hole. I hung two nets last week. One of them was the humpback. I had to patch it. Already? Yeah, I hung one on one marker, and I think my three eighths was brand new, and and I put a hole in it, so I had to fix. It. I had to charter the next day. I didn't even have time to go buy a net, so I, <laughs> I was in my garage sitting there with line patch, and I'm like, this sucks. But uh, yeah, time of as 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 is of essence with me. But that is something good, you know. A, a lot of people. Um, that's the difference between me is I do and I do it for a career, so it's work. But somebody that does it for a hobby, they'd love to probably build their own rod. It puts that personal touch on it. I tell you, I eat, sleep, and drink fishing rods, and I've been doing it seven years, and um, every day it's still, I enjoy it. I can't beat it. I hey, really if love you it. like it, it's not work. <clears throat> yeah. I like what I do, but it, it's a little repetitious <laughs> at right. times, especially in March. Well, Chris, let's talk a little bit more about this opening. Again, guys, St. Pete Fishing Outfitters, and I'm going to let Chris get the address here in a second. They are having a soft opening, and they are... The sister store to our title sponsor store, which is Tampa Fishing Outfitters, and you also have Tarpon Fishing Outfitters, but St. Pete Fishing Outfitters is going to have their soft opening, and it's November... 13th, 14th. 13th, 14th. and 9, nine to 6. And go ahead and give the address. Their address is 3450 34th Street North, St. Pete. We'll be having free hot dogs, drinks, uh, soda, and water. It's all free. Um, right next door, the banana boat uh, is going to be bringing over... Um, a place that you can purchase uh, beer and stuff like that. So you're going to have to pay for that because that's all their uh, their cup of tea. But they'll be there to help us out. And a lot of door prizes are going to be given away. Diaballistic 2000 older series uh, rod, uh, a Yeti 45-gallon tank, Costa sunglasses, 
Shimano FJ Stratic paired with the St. Croix Avid, the older series. Lee Fisher Humpback Nets, Ohiro Inshore Combos, Penn Fierce Combos, Fenwick Rods, and uh, Okuma Azores Tarpon Combo. They're going to be uh, buy tickets for these. It's $5 a ticket. So if you win, uh, I believe the next Monday they're going to announce the winners. You don't have to be present to win. Do you guys have... The, do you guys have the? I need to come. I might swing by the store next week. Nah, I can't do it. Well, because I, I come this, I usually come through the Skyway. Oh, to go to radio. So yeah. I'm gonna have to swing by. It's a mile off the interstate. I if I get off early next week, um, on my way here, I'm gonna swing by and see you guys for sure. Um, but uh, do you guys? How much room is there to do seminars like a big school? <clears throat> That's what we're working on right now. We're getting the seminar room uh, ready. Uh, Tomorrow, we're going to finish uh, pressure washing the floor. In the next couple of days, we're going to have it painted. It's uh, about 30 by 60. So it's as big as the one in Tampa upstairs, roughly? It's bigger. It's about twice as big. We might be doing our school because last year we had we sold out. We capped it at 50. We had 55, and we probably had another 20 people that, that wanted to go. Right. Um, it's huge. It's just, a big building. Yeah. We, we're gonna, we might actually do it over in St. Uh, the only thing about St. Pete, it's kind of off – the beaten path where Tampa is right there in the center from all different directions. But uh, we might do that there just to, to, for one, draw some attention to the store. And, and if it's got more room, uh, it'll be nice too because the Tampa Fishing Outfitters got the upper stairs. they got to go up and down the stairs and all that. But it, it works out good either way. But um, so, the, so 13th to 14th is you're going to be your soft opening. And you guys are going to have Glenn Plob, Bill Miller, yourself. Well, it's going to be uh, on Friday at 11 o'clock. Rich McNeil is going to be talking about snap fishing. At 1 o'clock, Dave Remont's going to be talking about cast nets. 5 o'clock, uh, Lynn Zirkle is going to be talking about kingfishing. Uh, 4 o'clock, Frank, Frank Leto talking about the two Z-Man, the Dio, and the inshore fishing. And then on Saturday, uh, Jeremy Himes, 11 o'clock, fall patterns. Captain Ray Markham, 9 o'clock, flounder fishing. Uh, 10 o'clock, Jim Lempke. Dave Blanchard, shark fishing. Bill Miller, king fishing. Glenn Plaus talking about kayak fishing. And at uh, 5 o'clock, I'll be talking about custom rods and answering questions, and I'll have a lot of custom rods there. Uh, you can pick them up, look at them, touch them, and feel them, and ask any kind of questions you want. And Out of all that lineup, I, yours sound most interesting to me. I care less about listening to somebody talk fishing, but the rod thing kind of got my attention. Because <laughs> I learned something, you know. It's 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 something different, you know. I, I, although Bill Miller gives a heck of a kingfish seminar. I, he, he did one with us last year. And the seminar was, it's thorough, it's good. Um, Kingfish, I've always thought it's kind of simple, but there there's some tricks and little things you can do. It's it's kind of like tarpon fishing is somewhat simple, but there's tricks and little things we do to, to entice the bite and get more fish to the boat. And, and Bill's definitely, I think he won the uh, Kingfish, King of the Beach last right. year. I was going to just mention one more thing, too. Uh, I got a hold of Bill Miller, and we're going to tie our soft opening into the Metropolitan Ministries Sink the Boat. Okay. So I'm going to go over and uh, get a couple of big uh, barrels for the food stuff. So if y'all come in on Friday or Saturday, if you could just bring a can of food or just anything you want, uh, stuffing, just anything we can put in the barrel. And then the following weekend is Bill Miller sink the boat over in Tampa. We're going to donate all that food. We're going to put it on my truck. We're going to take it to Tampa and give it to Bill and and, and uh, help out the Metropolitan Ministries as much as we can. So Yeah, and it's – guys, it's getting to that time of year, you know um, – we're fortunate, and when I say we're fortunate, this this Thanksgiving, I know I'm going somewhere to have multiple meals, more than likely. Right. And Chris, I'm sure the same way. But unfortunately, there's people out there that that can't enjoy them holidays, and the stuff we take for granted sometimes, other people don't. They, they don't have that luxury. So, 
uh, you know, we're getting to that time of year where it's 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 time to help people and, and try to do the right thing. And and, and the, the food drive that Bill has headed up for years is is something that I think, you know, is great. It's a great thing. And it, I tell you what it reminds me of a lot, Chris, is I, I'm I'm young, but I'm getting to be one of the old timers been guiding 11 years. It's not like it used to be with there's so many guides and, and everybody just kind of they, they don't have that get-together attitude like they used to. But right. that one event, that's one of the events still that it, everybody kind of draws in and the fishing community gets together and everybody helps and, and it's a real good event. So, Right. Me and Tammy's been over there helping Bill for four years. This is our fifth year. We love it. I like the camaraderie. The people yep. are so nice over there and you just you, you just feel good about yourself at the end of the day. And Bill Miller's a great guy. Glenn Plow's going to be there. A lot of great people are going to be there. I can't wait. It's going to be just in a couple more weeks. Well, Bill's one of them guys, too. He's fun to be around. He's been around the industry. He's well-respected, and, and uh, but he's, he's he's a nice guy. You just enjoy. There's not a whole lot about him not to enjoy, and, and he's a heck of a fisherman for sure. Well, let's get the information. We've got one minute left here, Chris. Give your information. Give your rod building uh, company out as well if they want to do a, rod, a custom rod with you. Uh, you can reach me at 813-376-4671 or uh, my email is ktgreen2001 at aol.com. Um, or you can stop by the tackle shop, pick up one of my cards. And we also have our own custom line of fishing rods that I've designed about a year ago. We've got them in Tampa. we got them in Tarpon Springs. And we got them in St. Pete. St. Pete Fishing Outfitters. It's the new store. Soft opening, 13th and 14th. That's that right? Right. November 13th and 14th from um, 9 in the morning to 6 p.m. Go buy there, buy some tackle, bring some canned goods for the for the big food drive. Don't forget, next week, guys, we're going to have Bill Miller as our special guest, and we'll be talking about the big food drive comp, and we'll also be talking, as always, about fishing. Until then, tight lines, go catch them up. Precision Tackle offers a variety of spoons and spinner baits that are superior to any others on the market today. The Flats and Cruder Wheelers spoons are offered in 8th ounce, quarter ounce, and half ounce sizes and come in gold, silver, copper, and black. Precision Tackle also offers the Thunder Spin, Cajun Flash, and Stalker Spinner baits. These baits are made to perform flawlessly in salt water and catch plenty of trout, redfish, flounder, and mackerel. This is Captain Jason Prieto. If you want to keep up with Danny and myself during the week to see what our latest catch is, just find us on Facebook. Search Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio Show and hit the like button. We will keep you dialed in on what's biting on Tampa Bay. Want to catch more fish? Try O'Hero's 100% fluorocarbon leader. It's by far the most invisible fluorocarbon on the market today, with superior abrasion resistance to meet any rugged saltwater conditions. O'Hero fluorocarbon leader is easy to tie and comes in all strengths to fit every angler's needs. Used by many tournament anglers and charter boat captains, O'Hero fluorocarbon leader should be in your tackle box. See them at www.justforfishing.com, Tampa Fishing Outfitters, or any of your major tackle shops. This is Captain Jason Prieto, and when I'm getting my engine serviced, I can't think of anywhere better than Alify Marine. Alify Marine is a full-service and warranty facility for Yamaha and Mercury outboards. 
They are also a dealer for all Weld and StarCraft boats that are in stock and turnkey ready. For all you do-it-yourself guys, they have all Yamalube and Mercury oils in stock. Don't forget, Alify Marine is a sales and warranty center for all PowerPool products to keep your PowerPool in good working condition. Alify Marine can meet all your service needs. Call now to schedule your next appointment. 813-671-BOAT. This is Captain Jason Prieto, and I have a new product to tell you about that puts more fish on the boat. It's called M80 Supercharged Chum with TNT Sparkle by M80 Marine Products. M80 Chum is a concentrated dry chum that is easily mixed with water and is great to use for all types of fish. From snapper and grouper on the wrecks to greenbacks on the flats, M80 Chum is always on my boat. If you're interested in purchasing some M80 Chum or would like more information on the product, just go to their website at www.m80marineproducts.com. Live, local. This is kind of a great thing, and I'll tell you why. Your home for NBC Sports. The new Sports Talk 1040, the team, and sportstalkflorida.com.